Welcome, Welcome to the Lighthearted Podcast Adventure with four pastors who discuss God, His Word, and some other stuff. This is Pastors, pastors Live, Live, a Rev FM production from Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. Here now are Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Woo! <laughs> Be a man. <laughs> and we find ourselves. <laughs> we just, we found something. We found, we struck gold right there. <laughs> I hope that somebody is, is finding us. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is a brand new week. It is May 20. Can you guys believe, check this out. We are at the end of May. I know. 2023 is halfway gone. It seems like yesterday was just January, dude. Yeah, that's what happened? insane. Yeah, it Absolutely really is. Absolutely insane. Gone really fast. But, uh, you know, uh, a lot of things have gone really fast. And around here, uh, Pastor Ty and James have gone really fast. We'll just take a, a moment <laughs> of, of silence uh, because these dudes are gone, baby. It's just us today. <laughs> so, uh, in the studio today, uh, my name is Pastor Dave, and a uh, pleasure Dave. to be here with you. In the uh, engineering booth, uh, glad to have you back. Mr. Thank Gary you, Austin. Dave. Yeah, pleasure. Hey, uh, ben did a great job. Yeah. Oh, good. Ben, ben sat in Such for you nice for a man. couple days. You I, got to hang out with your daughter, and yeah. she's graduating. Yes, she is. Right. From what? which school? Uh, Pokey. Pocatello High. Okay, so she's not from the burned out school. No. <laughs> nope. Wow. That's where her papa is, though. <laughs> yeah. Or was. Right, 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 yeah. right. But, so did you guys have a couple of good days and some fun? We did. We had so much fun. Good. She's good. she's just a, just a hoot. Isn't it crazy, dude? Like you, your ch- your child is born. You're there in the hospital. You're holding your child, and you're thinking about all of your dreams and aspirations and the possibilities. And then you blink your eyes, and they're graduating from high school. Yeah, yeah, I know. And you're no longer really holding their hand. It's, yeah, I I was there <laughs> for the her, worst. of course. But yeah. it's like just standing back, just yeah. you know. But it's it is very cool to see them grow up to be adults like yeah it's kind of bittersweet though yeah it really is yeah i mean it's it's kind of sad to watch them grow up it's wonderful but it's sad for us because you're like oh that's not my little girl Mm -hmm. anymore but they're always your little girl my my daughter is in her late 30s i won't say how old uh but if you're in nebraska you can go say hi to megan caroon and tell her you heard her name on the radio but uh megan you know it's like She's still my little girl, and yeah. and on a on a good day, I can still call her by her nickname when she was a little girl. But uh, mostly, she's Mrs. Caroon. You know, yeah, she's uh-huh. the mother of, of uh, several of my grandchildren. Yeah, yeah right, right. It's, well, it's that's weird. Cool. And in fact, I remember you know not just the day she was born, but man, walking her down the aisle and then performing the 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 wedding ceremony for her and Ryan there in Nebraska and all, and you just oh, and boy, they they grow up so fast, dude. They do. To my left is Pastor Shane. Hello, good Shane, to be here. You and Gabby are coming up on a have a nursery. Yeah, we are. We are coming up on our first year anniversary. Criminy. We're we are so stoked. We um, we both agree that it feels like longer than a year. You know, just that that first right. our first year feels longer yeah. than a year. Gary, your anniversary is coming up too. Yeah, man. yeah. You guys were days apart. Yeah, uh, the same day. Oh, I thought yeah. it was. I thought June twenty like, fifth. June twenty fifth. I thought you were the twenty third, Gary. No. no. Oh. Same day. Yep. Twenty fifth. Okay. Because okay. you yeah, guys cool. went to Oregon and got married. Right. Right. And yeah. uh, Shane, you guys went to an exotic location too. That was pretty cool. The woods, man. Yeah. 
Pastor Ty's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I would have sworn that you got married two days before Shane, but you guys are the same no. June 25th. Yeah. We, we oh, wow, picked wow. a good day. Pastor Gordon shares that day as well for his anniversary with his bride. Really? So wow. we all get to text each other and say, hey, remember. No, yeah. <laughs> right, nice. Right, right. That's cool. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Gordon <laughs> and Roxy are yeah. the most amazing cool. couple. I, I love, yeah, I love really seeing are. all the amazing couples here, man. Yeah. Um, it just encourages me. It inspires me. I try my best to learn yeah. from those who have exactly. walked the walk, yeah. you know, for many more years than I have. And I think it's helped quite a bit. Yeah. Our marriage is great and we're excited. We're going to go up to Glacier Park for a couple days. Nice. Um, she loves it up there. I've never been. I've always Sylvia, wanted to go. It's on our bucket list. Sylvia and I have never been. Gary, you and Carrie? Uh, I've been. You have been? Yeah. Carrie, Carrie has as well. Uh, we weren't together when... Right uh, when we did, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we've been there. How cool! Yeah, I've I've never I've never been. So yeah, you guys cool are going to go up, Shane. You yeah. and you and Gabby for a couple of days. We've got an Airbnb, and I can't remember what the name of this thing is Mm-mm. called, but it's it's like halfway between an RV and a tent, and it's just this huge round, almost bungalow looking thing, and it's fully fu- furnished. And it's not a yurt. It's a yurt. That's oh, what it is. Okay, That's what it okay. is. I couldn't remember the name of it. Um, I but. would never. <laughs> Gary, we lost Gary. I, you know, I, I've never heard anybody describe it as an RV. It's like halfway between an RV and a tent, man. Because it's got like all the, you know how the RV is like the glorified camping. You yeah, got, like glamping. Yeah, great. like glamping. So Yeah, my wife loves yurts, man. She's they're, all about the yurt. They're cool looking. Yeah, I, they're very cool. She's like, hey, my, my wife's like, hey, you want to stay in a yurt? And I was like, what's that? And she showed it. And I was like, whoa, that's cool, man. Oh, they're Let's very cool. Let's do it. Uh, Harriman, Harriman State Park up here has exactly. the yurts. Really? Yeah, Sylvia and I are going to do that this summer as well. Yep. Oh, they're, yeah, so, they're fun. They're, they're a lot of fun. Wood stove well, and cots. Good, man. And, so, uh, you know, Sylvia and I have been married 43 years you guys and as my dad would say my wife and i have enjoyed 40 happy years of marriage and that ain't bad out of 43 (laughs) (laughs) it is that first year's tough man it is you know i mean you love one another but you're learning all the quirks and all of the little idiosyncrasies and that she thinks you're the most amazing guy in the world Except, and then there's the things that you do that just yeah. You know, then like, there's laundry. I love you, but that's a little annoying, <laughs> right? Or whatever it might be. And same with our wives. We're like, oh my goodness, she is just the most perfect woman. Except, uh, you know, yeah. And, and you get to know each other. And I always tell people in, and I remember telling, I did your guys's premarital uh, counseling. I tell people in premarital counseling, there comes a day. When you'll wake up and you look across the the breakfast nook or the kitchen table and realize that's just another human being over there. They're not perfect. I thought they were. They're not. And I am committed to loving him, loving her, uh, mutually, exclusively to till death do us part. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, all the little idiosyncrasies and the quirks. uh, All of a sudden. you know that's they're part of the furniture. You know what I mean. And you just you, you love each other. You're crazy about it. You're committed to each other. Yeah. Because you're both committed to Christ. You learn. Isn't that cool. You learn the depths, not full depths, but you learn a new depth of grace. Yeah, yeah. When you get married. That is exactly right, and I think it's a true testament too of why you don't live together before you get married. Yes. No, that's <laughs> that, exactly right. It's, I, mean, I mean, that first year, like you said, it, it's, it, it can be a struggle. Yeah. 
um, the first two or three years or whatever. But, yeah. you know, it, it, that's the joy of getting to know and understand that is that is my spouse, that right. is my wife, and I love her. It's it's not yeah. about, I, I want to get to know you. Right. I want to live with you to figure that out before I decide. Oh, no. Give commitment. That's right. no. That reminds right. me of a conversation I was having with uh, my wife the other night, and it came. I can't remember what Pastor Ty said, but he said something that triggered me to think this thought, and I was like, you know, you know love cannot be a reward. Right. And and we were talking about that uh, right before bed, my wife and I, and it just put the biggest smile on our faces because if love is a reward, reward that's manipulation that's yeah, it's toxic man and love is just a it needs to be a constant in your in your relationship of course that's a right. reflection from our relationship with Christ like you mentioned yeah. earlier if you don't have Christ man it makes things a a whole lot different that's right. in in marriage for sure and in relationships and so um we well, were just smiling he's that third strand right in the yeah, threefold the cord, cord. Yeah. yeah there you, you know go. that it's, yeah. it's christ yeah yeah and so we're we're really blessed. So, hey, listen, folks, uh, you are listening to Pastors Live. We would love to hear from you. Uh, we are. You can contact us here at Pastors Live at the Rev FM. Pastors Live at the Rev FM. We would love to hear from you if you're listening from here in Idaho or uh, down in Utah or Iowa, Nebraska, Missouri, wherever you are. We would love to hear from you. Or if you're listening on the interwebs. Uh, if you're in Timbuktu, you know we would love to hear from you. We would. And uh, your your questions, your comments, your concerns, your complaints, uh, whatever it might be, your observation. We would we would love to hear from you. And I'd love to hear from our listeners. Uh, you know, how long have you been married? You know, how did you meet your spouse? Now, you guys yes. both met uh, your wives in church, yeah? Yeah, through the ministry for me. Uh, work. What? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Now, here's part of the story I don't yeah. know. Oh, really? Yeah, so I used to work out at the site. Right. And uh, that's where I met Carrie. So, oh, how co- and she yeah. still is. Now, the site, for those of you who don't know, that's uh, Idaho. I, uh, I know, Idaho National Laboratories. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where we met. That's. I had. No I didn't know idea. you worked at INL. Yeah, several several years ago. Wow, and trip. We, we were just friends. And, yeah. Um, anyway, became. Started seeing each other. And- yeah. Yeah, so Romance worked in the blossomed. same department. And, cool. Yeah. Sylvie so. and I met in school. Uh, we actually met in junior high school. And uh, I was a Jesus freak. It was in the 70s, uh, early 70s. I was a Jesus freak, and I used to, to you know, I'd bring my Bible to school. And I had a hat that said Maranatha, and I would do these Bible studies uh, in the quad, you know, during break or lunch, whatever it was. And Sylvia and her friends... Uh, would just step just off campus uh, to smoke and, uh, and make fun of the preacher guy. And uh, I remember we were in Mrs. Miss Higa's, Miss Higa's science class, seventh uh, or eighth grade, I guess it was eighth grade. And uh, Sylvia came up to me. And she said, hey, Dave, uh, can we talk for a second? I said, sure, Sylvia. She says, hey, I was wondering, could, could we make a deal? And I said, yeah, I, I guess. She says, well, I'm just thinking, you know, um, since we hate each other, why instead, if you promise not to talk to me about Jesus, I, I promise not to make fun of you. And I looked at her and I said, Sylvia, I, I don't hate you. And she said, you don't? 
I said, no. And she goes, oh, well, I hate you. So, <laughs> true story. And so she says, well, anyway, if, if you wouldn't mind, don't bug me about Jesus and, and I won't make fun of you. And she stuck her hand out like we were making a deal. We shook hands on it, you know. But it just cracked me up. I thought, what? Now, what? That's a great basis for a good marriage, you guys, because we've been married forty-three years. That was our first real conversation. Right on. Man. <laughs> and of course, you don't make this uh, stuff up. No, you can't. Yeah, no, no. Her, you her can't. sophomore year uh, in high school, uh, we were still we were singing in a jazz group together, vocal jazz group. And uh, she had uh, come to faith in Christ, and uh, about six months later, we went out on our first date, and uh, we never we never looked back. We've been together for forty six years. Well, awesome. it'll be forty seven years that we've been dating. Forty four years uh, come December, but you know that brings up an interesting thing, and we've only got a few minutes left. But you guys, uh, you know, we keep hearing from people. Uh, just last week, I met. Uh, a really super neat, neat person. I, I really, really like her. Great, great gal. And um, she has Christian friends uh, that have have this weird idea that Christians hate certain uh, people uh, because of their lifestyle. And in fact, she uh, shared with me, and this just broke my heart because uh, yeah, in our reading today, right, we're in Acts chapter 2, and we're talking about Pentecost and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And um, these friends of hers who are evangelical Christians uh, have shared with her the gospel. This particular person is not a Christian. Um, super honest. We have uh, we had this great, open, honest conversation. And she said, you know, I'm not a Christian. I haven't made that commitment to Christ yet. She goes, but part of my hesitation is that I've met these several Christians who have told me that if I if I become a Christian, uh, one of the things that will happen is I will learn to hate people who um, live this particular lifestyle. And it just broke my heart because I was thinking about Sylvia saying, oh, you don't hate me? Well, I mean, I hate you. <laughs> and so she assumed that the Bible guy, you know, the Jesus freak, must hate her because her lifestyle was different from mine. Uh, I mean, where do you guys go with stuff like that, Shane? <laughs> well, I was telling you on our walk over to the studio, right, um, just so everybody knows, I get, I almost get triggered. I, I'll be honest. I do get triggered when I hear that kind of stuff from from Christians who behave that way. Yeah, yeah. Because it makes me think of First Corinthians chapter five, man. Like, like Paul Paul writes to the church who is going through some issues, right? And in verse nine of chapter five, there's this 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 context of this guy in the church who's living inappropriately and calling himself a Christian, right? Right. And he says, you guys need to figure that out and and you need to judge him. And so I'm going to read what it says. Says, I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people. I did not at all mean with the sexual immoral people of this world or with the greedy and swindlers or with idolaters or then you would have to leave the world. Right. But actually, I wrote to you not to associate with any so-called brother If he is a sexually immoral person or a greedy person or an idolater or check this out or is verbally abusive 
or is habitually drunk or a swindler, right. not even to, to eat with such a person. Right. For what business of mine is it to judge outsiders? Right. There, it, there is. it is. There it is. What 100%. business of mine is it to judge outsiders? Do you not judge those who are with in the church, right. but those who are outside, God right. judges. Right. That I always think Perfect. of that context. It is yeah. never my job to judge the world. Meaning to, to damn them to hell. That's to what that con- word means. To there condemn them, yeah. yeah. Right. To condemn them to right. hell, to damn them to hell. It's not my job to do that. No. My job, speaking back to Acts chapter 2, right. right? My job, through the power of the Holy Spirit, the last thing Jesus told his disciples, plan A, and it's still plan A, is to preach the gospel that God wants peace with the lost yeah. peace with the outsiders. I mean, we're ambassadors of reconciliation, right? There it is, man. So how in the world, you guys, did we ever come up with this thing, you know, uh, in modern Christianity that we are ambassadors of keeping people away from Christ? No, we're ambassadors of reconciliation. We're supposed to be calling people, drawing people yeah. to Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the hard thing is Jesus said that, that tares are going to come in. Yeah, yeah. Jesus said there's going to be uh, wolves in sheep's clothing. Yeah. And, and, you know, the Bible says there's sheep and there's goats, yeah. right? And uh, I just think of the parable of the dragnet. You know, the, the kingdom of heaven, the church is like a big dragnet that goes through the ocean and just it picks up everything along the way, right? Yeah. Yeah. But in the end, Jesus says, I know the good fish from from the trash, right. you know, I, yeah, I, yeah. I know the good fish from, from the bad fish. And yeah. so, you know, if we'll you, let him sort it out, if you hear a message like, like Christians need to hate other people, yeah. what, what I would say to any seeker, to any <clears throat> Christian, to any, um, you know, newborn Christian, yeah. right. Who's new to the faith is get into the word of God, man. Um, read the word, read the new Testament, read the gospels, read the words yeah. in red, first and because those are the most important words in scripture and that's going to give you the the heart of christianity because that's our lord's words well and i'll tell you i was sharing with in fact i'll tell you something i just wrote an article um and if anybody's interested you can you can ask for it i'd be happy to to email it to you uh but i just wrote an article called misfits sinners and losers And um, one of the things I talk about in this article, uh, in Luke chapter 4, our Lord Jesus is teaching in the synagogue in Nazareth, right? And so this is the town that he grew up in, and and people who might not know, um, if you're not a Christian or maybe you're new to the faith, yes, he was born in Bethlehem, moved to Egypt. Uh, His parents moved him there to protect him from uh, the assassination attempt. And then they come back into Israel, move up into the Galilee, back into Nazareth, where Joseph and Mary are both from. So Jesus is raised in Nazareth. And now, uh, as a young rabbi, uh, he's starting his ministry, and he's teaching in the synagogue in Nazareth. So this is his hometown. So presumably, the people in the audience are his neighbors, maybe even some relatives. And uh, the the ruler of the synagogue gives him the scroll. He reads the assigned reading of the day, which was Isaiah 61. He reads verses 1 and 2. Halfway through verse 2, he closes the scroll 
and sits down, the posture of, of teaching. And the Bible says that all eyes were on him and they admired his gracious words because he said, right in Luke 4, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your hearing. And it says they all admired his gracious words. Three or four verses later, it says they all were filled with rage and rage and dragged him out of the synagogue to cast him off a cliff. What happened? Here's what happened. In those short few verses, Jesus said, hey, you know that prophet Elijah that we all love? Yeah. Isn't it something that of all of the widows in Israel during his ministry, he only saved the widow of Sidon, the Sidonian widow, a Gentile, Gentile. right? Yeah. And then he says, oh, and remember Elisha the prophet? Oh, but we love Elisha. Yeah, Elisha. Isn't it interesting that of all the lepers in Israel, the only leper he ever healed was Naaman the Syrian, another Gentile. Gentile. Hmm. In other words, he was saying, has it dawned on you yet that God loves the people you hate? And they got so mad at that message that they dragged him out of the synagogue and attempted to assassinate him. And of course, the Bible says he walked uh, in their midst and just walked away. But there it is. You know, when I hear people saying, if you're going to be a good Jesus follower or a good God lover, you have to hate the right people. You know what? Maybe we should pause for just a minute and say, hmm, God actually loves the people that I hate. And that should maybe bother us just a little bit. You know what That's bothers right. me the most? Is that stinking clock? I know. We are we are out of time. Already. We, we don't want to forget. Gary, did you speed up that clock? I did. Wow. Yeah, on purpose. Gary, it's Memorial really? Day. So <laughs> it is. Go ahead, Shane. Hey, as, as, as we're as we're closing the day, it's Memorial Day today. We have not forgotten. No. Uh, it's the unofficial start of summer, but let's remember the heroes who made it possible. Yes. The day actually began as Decoration Day following the Civil War when mourners placed flowers on the graves of Union and Confederate soldiers. Hey, if you are a family member or or have anybody in the service who um who has given their lives, we we just want to remember and thank you for the service that you've given for this country. Yep. You are prayed over, you are um, just just appreciated. Yeah. Yep. So, God bless you guys. Hey guys, this we got to run. We'll be back tomorrow. Please tune in tomorrow for more of Pastors Live. Let us hear from you at pastorslive at therev.fm. Your love, your family, you know the thing. Pastors Live is a Rev FM production from Idaho Falls, Idaho, and is made possible by the Ministry of Greenhouse Coffee. Send your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. Then listen for their response on another episode of the lighthearted podcast adventure, Pastors Pastors Live. Live.